Welcome back to the Complete Health Reward podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about how to simplify your nutrition so you can be more consistent. And this is going to have such a powerful impact on your health and well-being journey. Today, we're joined by head coach Stacey and transformation coaches, John and Chris. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we'll get into the main body. Imagine you're getting to the end of the day where your mind is already fried. And then you have to sit there and think, oh, so what do I do next? What do I eat next? Is this healthy? Is this not healthy? Is this the right thing for me to consume? And then you've got all this kind of like jumble going on in the, in the brain. So you get this, this process of like complete decision fatigue. So you just lean on what's comfortable and what's easy. So they, these are things that we're talking about today that sound so simple because they're logical. And most of the decisions that we need to make around food should be logical. But unfortunately, most of the decisions that we're making on a daily basis, it's because it's an emotional driven decision. So today we're joined by the team to discuss four simple ways that you can develop consistency around your diet each day. So let's go first. Uh, Stacey, over to you. Give me your top tip. Yeah, so I think the, the most important thing in my mind, the thing that I really try and stress with all of my clients is plan your food ahead. So if you're, especially if you're working off calories and macros, if you're tracking in MyFitnessPal or a similar app, you shouldn't be tracking as you go, especially not when you first get started. You know, plan it ahead, preferably plan it the day beforehand, because if you plan it out the day beforehand, that gives you time to then message your coach and say like, hey, I've planned out tomorrow, but my protein's low, what do you suggest? Or, hey, I can't get the calories right, what do you suggest? And we have time to actually go in and give feedback. Whereas if you're doing it on the fly and you get to say 3 p.m. in the afternoon and you realize that your protein's too low or your calories are too high, there's not a whole lot we can do there. You know, short of saying like, just drink protein shakes for the remainder of the day, which most people aren't going to do. There's not a lot you can then do from that situation. So you're sort of backing yourself into a corner. And I think people are hesitant because they feel like it's restrictive or it's too much time investment or something like that. But as a first, let's say months, two months of your process, if you can set aside five, 10 minutes each evening and plan out the next day's food, you're going to be nailing your nutrition so much faster than you would otherwise and you're going to be gaining an understanding of how to structure your day so much faster than you would otherwise. So, you know, in two months time, it might not be as crucial to plan ahead because you'll know how to put a day together. Whereas if you don't take that step, good chance you'll be two, three months in and still have no idea what you're doing. Do you know what you said there is actually just a five to 10 minute task. It really is a five to 10 minute task. And it saves you time, if anything, because the next day you're not having to sit there thinking on the fly, like, how do I track this? How do I put this in the app? And what did I eat earlier on today? And trying to have to process all these thoughts. So it actually saves you time, if anything. And I think, like you said there, it's just an amazing educational experience because even if you don't hand that over to a coach, you can sit there and almost analyze yourself what are the things that I struggle with here. And would you say you could do the same sort of approach if you're just focusing on portions? Yeah, it definitely can. It just wouldn't be quite as specific from a numbers perspective. So you would just sit down and think like, okay, I know that I have to have protein in each of my meals tomorrow. What am I going to use for those? You know, breakfast, am I going to have a shake? Lunch, am I going to have some chicken or some tofu or whatever it happens to be? You know, make sure that you have all that stuff ready to go and you know where it's going to come from. So again, same thing. You're not arriving at lunchtime and thinking like, oh crap, where's my protein coming from in this meal? Do I have anything in the fridge? You know, what am I going to put together? You've already got that in place you kind of spoken about protein there and i think protein is one of those macronutrients that people struggle with the most so how would we manage that well i think yeah protein 
out of all the macronutrients is, is the hardest to try and hit. Um, I think we, we live in a society where, well, I mean, the clients that we, that we see have very, very low, low protein. So being able to have a think of, you know, what are my options? What can I have firstly? Um, and then planning out, like Stacey's saying, what you're going to have or what you think you'll enjoy. I also think communication is a, a massive, um, you know, a massive uh, importance. So if you are with us, then communicating with us is, is extremely important. Um, but pre-planning them ahead of time. Um, so having as much protein as possible in the morning or, or within that first meal um, will help massively um, with, with hitting your, your, you know, your, your, your targets. Just as an example of that for me as well, is my usually my first meal of the day is about 60, 70 grams of protein. So for the majority of people, that would be almost half of their normal intake. So if you can do that first in the morning, then you've got less stress about getting that in through the rest of the day. Um, of course, when you start to optimize your approach, you might split it up into a um, you know more equal amounts through each meal, but that's probably not where you need to start with your protein. And if I could just say, Jordan, 60 grams to people sounds like a lot. Mm. But for example, if you're having a smoothie, You've got, you know, you've got your berries, your what, spinach, almond milk, and then just two scoops of, of whey protein. That's six. That's about sixty grams of protein. So it's not difficult to get in. A hundred percent. So, and my my breakfast at the moment is porridge. But I said this to somebody the other day, and they got a bit put off by it. But I use liquid egg whites, and it's almost like making a, a oat cake, like a cake with oats, um, with the whey protein in there as well. That's a good forty-five to fifty grams of protein then a bit of a Greek yogurt on the side or even an ala yogurt pot, that's another 20 grams of protein. So before you know it, that's 60, 70 grams of protein done. And it can be so simple. Um, but I think there's, there's almost this kind of fear of using things like protein powders, using these yogurts. I think even like the veggies, I think pre-cut veggies and stuff like that is something that people find a little bit difficult in you know, using because there's a bit of a mindset around that, right? It often seems to be like, this idea that the more you struggle, you know, the more you achieve, the more you get out of things. But the easier you can make the process, the more likely you are to get where you want to be. Uh, and, you know, the results are going to be the same as somebody who's done it the hard way, but hit all the same sort of targets. And in terms of, like, convenience food, you know, pre-packed things, you know, meat, veg, you know, carbohydrate sauces, all these companies are doing are taking the, the raw ingredient cooking it, cutting it up for you, putting it in some packaging, and then just charging you a, a price up on that for the fact they've done that for you. So, yeah, you're paying a little bit more money, um, but all you're really paying for is their labour, which is where they make their money. Um, but there's no change really in the actual product itself. You know, if you're picking the right choices, it is just the same as it was. It's just saved you having to, to cook it or prepare it. So not only does it save you that time, it sort of just removes a barrier that is often used as an excuse. Um, so it just makes life easier uh, and there's no kind of extra victory from struggling more so you're trying to kind of get around that that aspect of it I, I think that convenience is so important so we've talked now about actually planning in advance having an awareness of what you're going to consume understand how you're going to get your protein in there and then now you're talking about convenience and having that environment set up for you is so important because imagine you get to the end of the day you've just had a really tough day at work you've had meetings one after another you feel like you're behind on the day. You're sitting there, maybe the kids are screaming in your ears and all you, you can't wait to just get into bed. Just get the, the duvet of you and 
get into bed, cozy up and go to sleep. And then you're thinking, oh, now I've got to make my evening meal. Now I've got to make my dinner. Now I've got to make the kids dinner. And then you've got to go through that whole process of putting it all together. And sometimes it's just easier to go into the cupboard and just pick out the cake, pick out the biscuits, pick out the snacks, whatever it might be. So having all of these things built into your day allows you to remove that element of stress that's always going to happen, especially through the weekdays, remove the element of kind of comfort that comes with stress. So you have these normal habits and behaviors to turn to things that are easy in those times. And the other side of that is, imagine you're getting to the end of the day where your mind is already fried and then you have to sit there and think, well, so what do I do next? What do I eat next? Is this healthy? Is this not healthy? Is this the right thing for me to consume? And then you've got all this kind of like jumble going on in the, in the brain. So you get this, this process of like complete decision fatigue. So you just lean on what's comfortable and what's easy. So the, these are things that we're talking about today that sound so simple because they're logical. And most of the decisions that we need to make around food should be logical. But unfortunately, most of the decisions that we're making on a daily basis, it's because it's an emotional driven decision. And they're the things that are actually taking you away from where you want to get to with your health, with your body, with your energy. So just consider this today. It's not a lecture. It's four simple things that you can do. But now you need to go and implement. Don't wait around. Don't hear this and think, oh, I'll start that on Monday. Implement today. Plan your food out for tomorrow. Plan your food out for Sunday. Get ahead of the game and just make your life easier. So that's four ways to develop consistency around your diet to make your life easier, to help you achieve your goals quicker and learn on the job. If you enjoyed this episode today, all I need from you is to subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, rate the podcast and review it. If you share this podcast to a friend or family member, you'll be helping us in our mission to educate and inspire our community to positive change. If you enjoyed what you heard today, head over to at the Indian Body Coach on Instagram or come and join us in our free open support group on Facebook with a similar name and make sure you're making the most of the opportunity to learn, grow and develop. I'm incredibly grateful that you tuned in today and until next time, have a powerful week.